All right. Now you're all thinking, all right, is this going to be the long version of Justin or the short version of Justin? I think we're going to keep it short today, so we'll get you guys out of here. Kids are doing great. It's fun seeing them up here dancing around a little bit. Um, so if you got here early enough, uh, we showed a video during the countdown by a group of uh, kind of a YouTube group called Dude Perfect. Um, if you don't know what Dude Perfect is about, they just make all kinds of videos. They, they're just a bunch of college buddies. And over the last 10 years or so, they, they started off just kind of making silly, let's see if we can make a basket from across the yard. Let's see if we can make a basket by throwing the basketball over the garage, all these different things. And then they started videotaping it and putting them on, on YouTube, thinking, oh, we'll just have fun with this. And all of a sudden, thousands of people, millions of people started watching their videos, and they've kind of expanded from there to where sometimes they'll do it with football. Sometimes they'll uh, play a round of golf with all kinds of different sports equipment. Sometimes they'll flip bottles of water and record that. And it sounds, if you're like new to the YouTube thing, it's kind of a crazy deal, but these guys have gotten extremely popular. That video during the countdown, that video alone had 126 million views, just that one video. Take all of their videos together, every video they've ever made, and they've amassed 15.6 billion views on YouTube just from these basketball and other sports kind of trick shots. And it's crazy. They've had sponsorships with Bass Pro Shop, with Chipotle, with Dr. Pepper, with SoFi, all of these huge brands wanting to partner with these guys because they're just that popular. And on top of all that, they're all professing Christians. Now, that's pretty cool in and of itself. You think, okay, well, so what? What does that have to do with anything? Well, I've got another video I'd love for you to watch. And this is from, uh, they not only do the YouTube videos now, but from time to time they do a nationwide tour and take some of their activities and hijinks on the road and fill basketball stadiums full of kids and teenagers who are excited about Dude Perfect. And so this clip is from one of their recent tour stops and the way that they ended that event. So check it out. After 13 years, I can honestly stand on this stage and tell you that none of those things in any amount, with any amount of zeros on the end of those things, compared to the joy of knowing Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And I think if there's one thing that we could agree on here tonight, it's that uh, the world is a very evil place, as we saw uh, very recently, not too far from here. Uh, and there's a lot of sin in this world, and it is a very, very broken place. But at the end of the day, the Bible tells us that we're all sinners, and you can put the five of us in that same category. Even though we're called through perfect, we are very flawed in the goodness. We are a broken people just like everybody else. Unfortunately, while there's a lot of complicated biblical conversations that you can have, the gospel at the end of the day is a very simple message, and that message is that even though that we're sinners, um, even while we were still sinners, Christ came and lived a perfect life on earth uh, 2,000 years ago, the life that we could not live, and paid the penalty for those sins. He died on the cross as a payment for that. Um, and all we have to do is accept that free gift, and we can spend eternity uh, in heaven with Him. And for the five of us, that's the decision that we've made. It's a decision that we try to live our lives by and base through perfect around the business decisions that we make. Creator of the universe, and He has a plan for you. I don't know 
in a room this size, there are people from all walks of life. I know there's people that are struggling. There are people that are hurting bad tonight. There are people uh, all over the place, but uh, God loves you so much right where you are right now. Uh, you don't have to clean up to come home. Um, he loves you right now. We put it together a little video. We'll put a QR code up on the screen. Uh, you guys can scan it on your phone, take it home with you, watch it whenever you've got some time. Uh, but just basically walking through the Bible verse by verse to tell you exactly what we believe. You don't have to take it from us. You can take it from God's Word. Uh, so I'm going to have one of the guys close us in prayer tonight, uh, and we'll sign it off one more time. Chicago, thank you so much for letting us come back out and sticking around. Jesus, thank you for tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to have fun, uh, to be excited, to have competition, friendship. Lord, I pray for everyone in this room, Lord, that you would just invade their lives, whether they know you or they don't. Lord, I just pray that you continue to uh, be present in their everyday. Lord, I pray that you keep us safe, Father, that you be with those going through hard. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you be glorified in our lives. We love you so much. Keep us safe on the road as we continue to make videos and bring smiles to families. We love this platform. We continue to give you all the glory. Jesus' thanks. Amen. Amen. Let's sign it up one more time, Chicago. Pretty awesome stuff. By the way, before I keep going, we did run out of bingo sheets, but there's more back there. So if one of your kids was looking for one of those, we, we got some more back there. Um, but so thousands of people, right? Kids, teenagers. These guys have a huge audience. They have huge influence. And you guys know the world that we live in, right? That to be that bold, to be that vocal on that kind of a stage, you risk losing it all. And they've chosen to use that influence, to use that platform, at least in some way, to share the gospel. Why would they do that? Right? Because you can't tell me it's easy because I can pull up some more viral videos of famous musicians, famous actors, other famous people, professing Christians, right? Even famous pastors who show up on, on things like CNN and struggle to answer a simple yes or no question about what the Bible says and what they believe, right? And so it's not easy to have that kind of fame and have that kind of influence and use it to be that bold with the gospel. Now, are these guys perfect people? No, right? In fact, there's some, some really cool videos out there of them being very honest and genuine about personal struggles with life and with marriage and things like that. And so they're, they're very real, but on some level, they are seeing their lives. They are seeing their opportunities through a different lens than what most people see their lives and what most people see their opportunities. We're going to look real quick at the book of Colossians this morning. Um, we're going to be in Colossians 3, but you, as you read through the book of Colossians, you start to see some theme, themes that are very similar to what you see in other letters of the New Testament, things that are written by Peter and Paul, even going back to Jesus in the Gospels, um, things like, you're different, you are set apart, you have a new identity, you have a new calling. Uh, uh, kids, your parents, uh, we just finished a series in the books of First and Second Peter, and one of the things, it hit on this very thing, like, because you are different in Christ... You're called to live different. You're supposed to look different and sound different. As we get into Colossians 3, Paul starts to say, hey, instead of anger, right, instead of impure thoughts towards people, instead of filthy language, how about we incorporate some honesty? How about equality instead of favoritism? How about some kindness? How about some patience? How about some compassion? And then he gets even more specific, and he says, hey, wives, have you thought about your husbands from this angle? Husbands, have you thought about your wives in this way? Hey, children, 
This is how you're supposed to interact with your parents. Parents, these are some things that you need to think about when it comes to your kids. But all of those things are simply specific ideas and practical ways of applying a bigger challenge that gets laid out in Colossians chapter 3. And this challenge hits on the perspective shift that we see in people like the Dude Perfect guys. It, it becomes the driving force behind bold decisions, behind courageous faith and courageously sharing the gospel. And it comes from a, a few, two or three verses that are tucked in the midst of Colossians chapter 3 that we're going to look at. So we're going to grab a couple different spots. We'll start in Colossians 3 verse 1. And Paul says, Since you've been raised with Christ, since you have that relationship with him, you believe in him in your heart, since you've been raised with Christ... Set your heart on things above, where Christ is, where he's seated at the right hand of God. Not just your hearts, though. Set your mind on things above, not just on earthly things. Jump to verse 17. Paul says, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then he doubles down on that in Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if you're working for the Lord, not for human masters. And at the end of 24, he says, it is the Lord Jesus Christ that you are serving. So to summarize that, he's saying, put your mind and your heart on things that are above, beyond just the earthly things that we encounter here on this planet. Whatever you do, do it for Jesus. Whatever you say, say it as if it's for Jesus. Do it for the Lord, because ultimately he is the one that you're serving. And so when we extrapolate that into our everyday lives, all of a sudden, your job isn't just a job. All of a sudden, your U.S. history class isn't just a U.S. history class. All of a sudden, the conversation that you get to have before practice is more than just a conversation. All of a sudden, your marriage and your kids represent something more than just a relationship status or a button that you click in the midst of your TurboTax prep, right? It's, it's all of a sudden, the difficult circumstances that you have to walk through, the things that are beyond your control, those become more than just seasonal challenges that you have to battle through and get through as fast as you possibly can. All of a sudden, with your heart and mind on the things above, all of a sudden, your viral trick shot video is more than just a way to get famous and add sponsorships. And so the things that we experience, the events that we participate in, the people that we love, the jobs that we're given, the sports and the instruments that we play, the conversations that we're a part of on a daily basis, with our heart and mind on things below, if we're just thinking of things in an earthly terms, those things are just part of the grind. Those things are just hurdles that we have to get over on our way back to the couch at the end of the day. Those, things, those people, they're just someone else to try and not fight with. They're just someone else who can help us get what we want. Our job is just a way to pay the bills. It's a way to find a way to, to earn the right to retire comfortably someday. The things we do is just something fun to do. Something that helps us scratch the competitive itch, help, helps us be social in some way. But when we take those same exact things, those same experiences, those same people, those same conversations, those same jobs, those same sports, those same instruments, and we look at them with minds and hearts that are on things above, as if done for the Lord, all of a sudden those things become an opportunity to not only experience the full life that Jesus offers in John 10.10, 10, they become an opportunity to invite others to experience the same. We've been called to look at life, look at people, look at conversations, look at activities beyond just their earthly value, and to look at them from a heavenly perspective, 
from God's perspective and the opportunities that come along with it. Paul gets a little bit practical here as we jump into chapter 4. Gives some ideas, like what, what are, what's maybe two or three things that can help us start to live this out a little bit and take this more of a kingdom mindset. Colossians 4.2. First thing, he says, devote yourselves to prayer. Be watchful and be thankful. And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. That's the first thing. Pray. We'll come back to that. Then he says, be wise. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. And then finally, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So first thing he says is prayer. He says, be watchful. And that phrase basically means be aware. Pay special attention to what's happening around you. Ask God to show you the areas where you can grow in this, in this mindset of heaven, thinking on the things above and his message. So be watchful. He also says be thankful. Thankful for what you have. Thankful for the opportunities to live for him. And also pray for others as they're going about their daily lives because you have friends, you have family, you have children, you have friends in your small group who are living the same grind as you here on this planet trying to make the most of opportunities to live from a kingdom mindset. So be in prayer about how to live with mind and heart on the things above. Second thing is wisdom. Be wise. If you're with us, I can't remember if it was last spring or the spring before, we, we did a short series in the book of Proverbs, and we defined wisdom like this. We said wisdom is a gift from God that allows us to process natural information, earthly stuff, and act on it with a supernatural perspective in order to experience kingdom outcomes. Basically, we're processing earthly activities and earthly opportunities through a kingdom lens. And you might say, okay, so school isn't really inspiring me to learn and grow. Well, how does God want you to approach school? Okay, so this teacher or this coach or this kid hasn't earned my respect. Well, how does God, from a kingdom perspective, want you to interact with this person in your life? Okay, so you've been thrust into a blended family. How can we process this earthly situation with a supernatural perspective? Okay, as you approach your college choice or your career choice or as you navigate these difficult decisions with your office or your boss or your employees or for whatever reason you just can't get on the same page with your husband or your wife lately, well then what does a wise perspective call for in those situations? Wisdom plays a huge role in seeing life from a mindset of the things above, the kingdom mindset. And then finally, he talks about your words. Your words, your conversations should all be different if your eyes are on Jesus. Luke 6.45 says, The mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Your words reveal who you are and who you follow. Your words reveal if your heart and mind are on things below or if your heart and mind are on things above. Because when God is transforming us, when we're looking at things from a kingdom mindset, things change. Things change in our lives. Things change in the way that we pray, in the way we make decisions, in the way that we speak. I'm going to close with one more video, and this is just from the last couple weeks. A perfect example who's of someone who, in the midst of so many other things, in the midst of so many other goals and pressures and all kinds of things knocking at his door, his mind and his heart were focused on something far greater. This is um, 
a young guy named Aaron Brooks. He is a wrestler at Penn State. And just in the last week or so, they had the national championships for Division I wrestling. Um, and I believe he wrestled at the 185-pound weight class. And as, they, as these matches were finishing, every champion would walk off the mat and immediately be approached by an ESPN reporter asking them, hey, talk about the work that this took. Talk about your family. Talk about the dreams that have come true in this moment. Talk about your experience out there on the mat. And this particular guy, Aaron Brooks, has something else that he needs to communicate with this platform he's been given. Check it out. Here, uh, a strong faith. How does that help you on a night like tonight? Um, it's everything. Christ's resurrection is everything. Not just his life, but his death and resurrection. You can only get that through him, the Holy Spirit only through him. No false prophets, no Muhammad, no anyone else. Only Jesus Christ himself. Power and finesse. Your calling card. The Holy Spirit. What, what, what? Acts, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Power, Holy Spirit power. It's everything. That's where it's from. Where'd the finesse come from? Holy Spirit as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mom and dad, maybe. <laughs> a little bit of both, but oh God. I'm put in perspective winning three of these in a row. In dominating fashion, by the way. I'm blessed. Um, God used me. He gives me this platform for this right here. To exalt. So that's all it's for. When I'm suffering, cutting weight, home from, not away from my family. It's all for him, so it's all for his glory. Enjoy it. Put in the time and the sacrifices. Congratulations, Aaron. I love it, right? He's, yeah, for sure. Good, good reporter. He's doing his job. I think he kind of purposely led him in that direction at the beginning because I think he knew where he wanted to go. But he's like, hey, tell me, tell me about your parents. Jesus, right? So it's Jesus, power of the Holy Spirit. Hey, tell me about the work that you put in over these last three years. Three-time national champion. God, Holy Spirit, let me quote some scripture for you. Hey, tell me about what, what, what this experience means to you. Jesus died, rose from the grave. He's the only way. Salvation, right? You're like, this dude has poured his heart and soul into wrestling for his entire life. And at the peak of his achievement, all he wants to talk about is Jesus. He will not be deterred. And he says, God gave me this platform. He's allowed me to be in this situation so that I can talk about Jesus right now. When... When our prayers are on things above, when our minds are on things above, when our hearts are focused on things above, it'll mess with you in the most amazing way. That's what we're looking for. Let's pray. Father, we love you and we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for these kids. Thanks for their energy, their enthusiasm. Thanks for the dancing they did up here in the front. Thanks for Anna and Robert and the investment they made this morning to be a part of leading we just thank you for uh, all those who, who go into making a Sunday morning happen. Thanks for the patience of these parents. God, thank you for a church where we can celebrate multiple generations and worship together on a day like this. God, thanks for your word. I pray that you would put us in situations that require courage. Put us in situations that require boldness. Put us in situations where the only way through it is to see it from your perspective. And then when we get in those moments... We'll trust that you'll keep your promise, that you're always with us, you'll never forsake us, and you'll give us the words we need at the right time, in the right place. God, we love you, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, guys.